Welcome to Grow With Soul, a simple marketing podcast by me, Kate Ferris, a creative business and marketing coach living in the mountains in North Wales. Grow With Soul is for creatives who either have their own business or who dream of having their own business and who want to grow slowly, sustainably and soulfully in their work and in their life. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. Hello and welcome to episode 114 of Grow With Soul. Almost everybody I know is in a kind of limbo right now, whether it's where they're going to live, what they're going to do for a job, who they're going to be, what their next steps are. There is this sense of not quite being the old them anymore and also not quite being the new them either. And that's exactly how I feel right now too. I have already restarted this episode three times because I don't quite know what to say being neither the old version of the podcast host or the new version of the podcast host. I have a sense when I went for a walk the other day this sort of thought came across me that I'm living in the shadow of the self I want to be and that is a girl who doesn't have a knee injury um, and who has fully stepped into the clarity of what she wants. What the pandemic has done for many of us is separate what is and what isn't important. In my work with clients over 2021, especially, I've seen a discernible shift in priorities. So before, everybody wanted to talk about growth and you know, neither of us in the conversation really questioned why, because you, know, you just do growth. But now they want to talk about how their business can help them have a better life. They want to talk about the things they've decided to prioritise now rather than just growth for the sake of it. I think the trouble is that in spite of all this, what I think is great, new prioritisation of the things that we really want, the problem has been that lockdowns provide a very easy when point. So when things open up again or when this is all over, that is when I'll be able to make changes. And it was very comfortable sitting in that waiting, knowing that it was out of your hands for now, but when lockdown was over, it was gonna be easy and it was all gonna happen. And now lockdowns are easing and we don't know what to do. And so here we are in limbo, having shed the old skin of ourselves, but not knowing how to put on the new one. And on top of that, we have all the heightened emotions and stress responses of living through a pandemic. <laughs> when people talk about burnout, we usually associate it with doing too much. So taking on too many projects and working long hours, not spacing out deadlines, having a lot of responsibilities. But I also think we can burn out from having too much on our minds. There have been three, four, about three or four times this year where I have started to feel the creeping sensation of burnout. And for me, this takes the form of lethargy and hopelessness. So 
I feel exhausted to the point at which it's physically impossible for me to not lie down. So even though I've just got out of bed, I literally can't not lie down. And things like making a very simple plate of food feels impossible. And at the same time, also not being able to access any joy or any point to my days individually, but also just kind of life in general, where it just feels hopeless. And when I felt like that this year, I thought, well, I don't get it. I'm not even doing anything. (laughs) How can I be feeling like this? And no, I wasn't doing much, but I was thinking a lot. I was thinking about how I was going to manage financially, about making my work more truthful, about selling my house, about where I was going to live, about how I wanted to be spending my days, about what I wanted long-term from my life or from a potential relationship and about my health. At any point, I had four or five pretty life-defining topics on my mind whilst also trying to keep a business afloat. And so although I wasn't doing too much, I was holding a lot. Kind of the way that I saw it in my mind's eye was like a waiter with plates piled and stacked up each arm. And if you're the same, this may not be a burnout that you feel you're allowed to have because it doesn't come off the back of a surge of productivity. Our hustle culture kind of makes it almost a badge of honour to be able to point to this pile of tangible stuff and say, yes, I'm burnt out, but can you blame me? Look at all the stuff I've done. Dealing with a lot of abstract concepts in your head doesn't feel like a good enough reason to be burnt out, which may make you keep trying to push through and thereby exacerbate the burnout itself and extend the limbo. Because if you are in that limbo, like me, where you're you're no longer the old you, but you're also not quite there at the new you, that burnout is absolutely one of the things that's stopping you fully stepping into the new you. For Q2 and Q3 this year, I therefore downscaled my goals in order to focus on putting some of those plates down. So as of right now, prioritising getting my health back on track, getting this house sold and finding somewhere to live is my focus while trying not to worry about what is next for the business. You just can't deal with it all at once effectively. So rather than, if we're thinking them of dominoes, rather than stacking them all on top of each other, we're laying them out in a line. For me, starting with what was stopping me doing other things, so my health, and what with what was most time urgent, the house stuff, meant that I was able to give myself permission to put the other things in the future. And that permission thing is really key, to be able to say, All we're doing now is tying up these loose ends so we can better deal with that other stuff in a few weeks immediately makes it feel more manageable because you decide this, remember. You're the one who set the goals and the timelines and the parameters in the first place and so you are allowed to change them. One thing that can be a real mental block when you're in limbo or in burnout is this feeling of going backwards or of having to start again. 
And funnily enough, I experienced this most acutely through my knee injury. So over the winter, I got into exercise in a way that I never had before. So for the first time, it was not about trying to make myself look good according to the societal markers, but because I was enjoying it and I wanted to feel strong and I wanted to be able to do things outside that I needed a certain amount of fitness to do. So by May this year, I was hiking or running pretty much every day, as well as doing at least an hour workout and yoga every day as well. And it was a huge part of the rhythm of my weeks, the rhythm of my days, what was a kind of foundation stone of my routine that was keeping everything tracking and keeping it all rolling. I was physically doing things that I'd never thought was possible for me, like going up mountains that I'd always just thought, well, that's for other people to do. I I can never do that. And my confidence in myself and in my body was higher than it had ever been. And yes, although I don't weigh myself, I can't deny the fact that I went from a size 16 to a size 10. But in May, I was very complacent as I went into a certain yoga pose and I leaned on my knee funny and it went pop and that was it. 12 weeks of healing. (laughs) And it kind of abruptly stopped that really nice exercise rhythm I had and all of a sudden a 15 minute walk down a flat road became the limit of what I was able to do. And at first I was really mournful that my summer hiking plans were out the window and I just really acutely missed tramping around in the hills. But soon enough, another thought began to plague me and that was, I'm losing all my progress. I remember gingerly heading out for one of my flat tarmac walks and thinking, I'm going backwards. This is the kind of exercise I was doing in October. I'm having to start all over again. And it is a really defeating feeling. But really, starting again only exists if life is one long linear march toward perfection. And it's not that. This isn't supposed to be linear. I was never supposed to progressively get better and better day after day. You know, that doesn't happen to professional athletes. They have injuries or they have off seasons and they get dropped and they come back. It doesn't happen either to any business or to any human. We have this idea that anything that is not an improvement on the day before is a failure, but nowhere in real life is this shown to be possible. It's not starting again. It's it's a recircling, it's a pause, it's an unexpected twist in the scroll of life. And if nothing else, you already know you can do it. So it's not starting again because you've got so much more than you did before. Somebody on Instagram asked me about embodying abundance when you're struggling. I'm I'm not sure I know a lot about embodying abundance in general. It's not something that I really kind of spend a lot of time thinking about or being conscious of. But when I thought about this question, in spite of 
all the limbo kind of burnout struggle if you like that I've spoken about here I do think that in amongst it I've actually maintained a pretty abundant mindset and by that I mean I don't think this is all going to go wrong I don't think it's going to end badly I don't think I'm never going to get through it I don't think that it's over forever even as as I wrote in my review of Q2 on the blog this week, even as my income has plummeted over the last couple of months, I really don't feel very stressed about it. I do feel a bit stressed, but not it's not dominating my days because I know absolutely unflappably that abundance is ahead of me. I trust completely in myself and my capabilities and I know absolutely with not a doubt in my mind that once I've dealt with the limbo stuff and put these plates down it'll all free up again and I will start making money again because to me that's what abundance is it's belief belief in myself belief in my abilities belief it's going to happen being able to see it even if you can't do it right away knowing you've done it before and can do it again openness to the possibility and opportunity in everything, even the bad stuff, optimism, trust in yourself. That's what abundance is. And as always, it comes back down to trusting and backing yourself and then giving yourself exactly what you need to do exactly what you know you can. So that's it for today. You can find the show notes on my website at simpleandseason.com forward slash podcast. And you can find me on Instagram at simpleandseason. If you have a friend who you think would really enjoy this episode, please do send them the link and share where you're listening online too. And until next time, I hope you grow a soul.